welcome back to the A Beautiful Beginning Podcast. This is your host, Shakia, and I'm coming in with another recording tonight. So I thought I would do this a little bit different. This is a car talk. I'm waiting on my sushi. I have a virtual date. It's a girlfriend date. We have not been able to see each other because she's in the upstate. I'm in Columbia working, trying to do my thing with my kids. She's trying to work, take care of stuff with her kids. So we're going to do a girlfriend's date virtual tonight. So I was talking to one of my other girl girlfriends from work today. And um, I wanted to share this um, because I thought about this. And I wanted to share it. And it's just brief. But I wanted to talk about the goodness of God in your life. Like having that good grounding of God in your life. Now, I know it sounds like a, a broken record because I a lot of times talk about having that good grounding on this podcast and I talk about having a good root system. It's so important to have it because in the storms of life, you're going to want to be planted solidly on a good foundation. A good foundation is so needed, you know? In this life, in in any other life, um, after, you have to have that good spiritual foundation, good foundation in God. And one of the things that I can honestly say is that it's very, very hard to navigate through life when you don't have that grounding. You know, I I think I honestly probably could have a good conversation with a Buddhist monk, um, someone who is a Muslim, someone who's Hindu. um, But I cannot honestly talk to someone who has no grounding in anything but self. Because we are human and we are flawed. Okay? We are human and we are flawed. And as much as we think we know... We don't know everything. And because we don't know everything, we need some type guidance, some type assistance in getting ourselves to the next place that we're, you know, destined to be. And for me in Christianity, um, it is having that strong relationship with God. So in this episode, it's for some who are Christian. Um, It's more so for you. Um, And if you are Muslim, it's for you. If you're a Hindu, okay, Um, or a Buddhist monk, because you have a belief system. You have a belief system. So for me, not having that grounding, wow, it sends a signal into the heavenly realms. Because in Christianity... Our, our our sword is the Bible, the word of God. And the word of God says in the book of Ephesians that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Okay? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. There is a whole spiritual realm. There's a whole spiritual realm that exists that you cannot see with the naked eye. So your biggest battles day to day are not against flesh and blood. But it's against rulers. Okay, it's against rulers and um, people who are in high places. It's against principalities. Okay, you know, when we start thinking about how in society today so many things go, 
marriage just don't even look like marriage anymore because people just want to do this, 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 that. And so when you start looking at that, you look at principalities. You look at the fact that there are people who are completely against, you know what I'm saying? What a lot of us consider the norm. It's like, no, let's introduce that. Let's add a little bit of this. Let's shake a little bit of that on. Let's do a little bit of that. And this, this is better. You know, we should just do whatever, you know, whatever we feel like doing. And so there's no rules. Everything goes, you know, and, um, it is so sad that that is where society is. It's not where it's headed is where it is. Okay. Um, I could smell it when there was a discussion about R. Kelly and you would have grown crusty behind men basically trying to, you know, give excuse to why this grown funky ass man was having sex with these underage girls. And they didn't feel anything was wrong with it. And I thought to myself, do any of these men have daughters? Do they have nieces, little cousins that are female? And it just goes to show that a lot of times now where I work and I work with these type people because they're all sexual predators, that a lot of these men exist. And that's why they have that mindset that it's okay because they prey on that, on that group of, of little kids. You know, it's nothing for them to want to babysit their, their, um, their cousin's kids or their sister or brother's kids or, you know, have their kids at the house while they have those children doing all kind of acts of sexual immortality. And that's why they would sit and defend a man who does the very same. And so I knew that society went just headed in the wrong direction. We're already there. We're right in the midst of it all, you know, and it's a very, very sad thing to see. A very sad thing to see. But the thing is, what do you do? What do you do when your back is against the wall and you're living in this type of environment? Because we are we're in the world, but we're not of the world, okay? When you're Christian, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. You know, wait a minute. You're of the world, but not in it. Got to think of that one. I can't remember. You're of the world. So you're of the world, meaning I came from this earth. But you're not in it. So you're of the world, but not in it. So let me take that back and reverse it. Because I know I was saying it wrong. You're of the world, but not in it. So you're born into this world, but you're not in it. You're not partaking in every single thing that goes on. Now, for a lot of people trying to leave, lead a squeaky clean, lead a squeaky clean life, that is hard. And I'm going to be honest with you, it is not possible because, again, like I said, we are flawed. But it is taking a, it is having that realization that you are flawed and knowing that it's going to take more than just you. And that's why I said I find it very, very hard to talk to somebody who, don't, who, who doesn't have a belief system. They only believe in themselves. They believe that their strength and their power and everything comes from them. And they don't have anything that's backing that. Why do I say that? Because we as human beings are very much so flawed and very much so weak. As strong as you think you are, you know, in that spiritual realm, there is one who will throw every single, you know, vice that you have at you. You know what I'm saying? Um, just when... You're trying to lose weight. 
Somebody going to bake some cookies and sit them right in front of it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You going to have to choose between them damn cookies and your new lifestyle. Okay? <clears throat> Just when you take a vow of celibacy, the guy at work that you had to crush on all of a sudden starts giving you attention. Okay? He all of a sudden wants to come and say, hey, all of a sudden want to get to know you. Okay? Just when you trying to save up your money, Beyonce drop her doggone tickets. <laughs> okay? Her concert coming out. You got to make some real decisions right now. Am I going to pay my bills or I am or am I going to pay Beyonce? Beyonce already rich. I'm trying to get rich or at least be more financially stable. Now I got to make some real, you know, adult decisions here. Am I going to give Beyonce my money, work a little extra for Beyonce, or am I going to stay and stick to the nine about my budget? And if you part of the beehive, you already know. We just going to work for them damn tickets and give Beyonce the money, okay? So, the bottom line is, when you are trying to do one thing in that spiritual realm, the devil be like, child, I thought he said he wasn't going to be drinking. Let me call Tyrone them and see if they're going to have a party this weekend. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me call Charles them and tell them to go put some meat on the grill. Hey, man, we about to put some meat on the grill. You know, better sit around, you know. And don't let it be hot outside. Like today, it was up to almost 80 degrees today. It's February, child. 80 degrees. How many people you know snort cocaine, drink a little bit, done been out, child? Okay? It's a nice hot day. Then got the music going. Then got the grill popping. And you done said you was not going to be fooling with them people. But it's a nice day. And on these nice days, you so used to going to hang with Charles now. Snorting cocaine, drinking liquor, sitting back, and look at what you done started doing. Because in the spiritual realm, the devil worked harder to get you on his team than you really realize. And a lot of people are just like so uh, in denial about that because it's like, I don't believe it's no, no devil sitting here working for my soul. Child, yes, he is. And it's not just him, it's all his minions, okay? All those evil spirits, okay? All those evil spirits um, that jump into all these evil people that you come in contact with here and there, they do it too. So that's why you catch hell on your job, okay? You know, all of a sudden, Susan is ratting out everybody on the job, okay? All of a sudden, Tanya over there kissing Susan behind telling everything everybody else do but what she do okay all of a sudden it's it's just you know a, a, a feeling of strife because that spirit of strife is now entered the room strife is not entered the room okay strife is now in the room and then he brings in his good buddy what stress okay and so stress comes up in and stress says you know what i'm gonna set this thing all on i'm gonna set this thing all off because i know i'm up in here let's get things popping let me bring on anxiety and anxiety says oh oh okay i see what we about to do this about to be a real good day just like y'all was at charles house having that cookout with the the good liquor the good cocaine the good music oh stress strife and anxiety up in there and it was like hold up 
I know who can really get this party pumping. He can really do this. Bring in depression. Okay, now we got depression. Depression is up in the party. And now it's like, hold up. Hold up. When all this happened? We got strife. We got stress. We got anxiety. We got depression. All of a sudden, I ain't got enough money to pay my bills. All of a sudden, I'm stressed out all the time about stuff going on at my job. All of a sudden, I'm at odds with my spouse. All of a sudden, um, I'm irritated and tired of my kids. All of a sudden, I don't want to go anywhere anymore. I'm depressed all the time. All of a sudden, I'm having anxiety attack and panic attacks. And then all of a sudden, I'm mad at so-and-so because of what they said at work the other day. And I'm holding grudges. And now, I'm, I'm upset with everybody. And and everybody thinks I, I'm the problem and and I'm sitting here saying they're the problem and I, I just can't feel I don't know now now if 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 you if you're not aware of what kind of party you in and and they're not gonna tell you that you at the party you know at some point you know because you ain't got no grounding you know maybe you'll figure it out but um um you know they never announce that they all just called a party against you. You know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden, all these things are going on. And at one point, you just say, I can't take it anymore. I cannot take this anymore. And guess what happens? Depression calls on his best friend and says, suicide, come here. I think we got one. That's why you have to be so, so very careful of how you move day in and day out because it's not against flesh and blood there's sometimes when you will recognize that these things are occurring because you will see it it's like one thing will happen and then the next thing will happen and then it's like well damn so what do you do when you just only basically believe in yourself okay and now you're broken and it's almost like you're drowning. You can't even lift your head up off the pillow. You are drowning. Your head is barely above the water. And you don't know what to do. What do you do? What do you do when you can't do for yourself? That is why it is so important to have a grounding. For me, it is so important to have a relationship with God. To no matter what I'm doing, how busy I get, how irritated I am, I run to Christ. I run to God. No matter what you do, run to him. Lean on him. Not in your own understanding, in his understanding. Run to him. Get counsel from him. You know what I'm saying? Let him soothe your pain. Let him heal you. Let him provide for you. Let him protect you. It is far too, you know, critical at this point where you got all these people in the party and they partying and, and, and they ain't tell you that they, 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 they really got this little thing going against you. It is too critical at this very time now where we are in this timeline of this party for you to just sit back and continue to try to believe only in yourself, you know? We have strength that we get from God. We do. But it's, it's, it's sometimes where we know that it's not in me. I'm tired right now. I got a lot going on. You're going to have to ask God, God, this ain't no human thing. Okay? This ain't no human thing. This is going to be supernatural. 
I need some strength to fight this new battle. I need some strength to get myself up, to get myself out of this party. I want strife going, okay? Can you take care of strife, all right? And Lord, while you're at it, take stress too. And why you and why you got them two out? Please, please take anxiety. Anxiety got too much stuff going on. And then here comes depression. Lord, get rid of him. The thoughts of suicide. Oh my God, can you please cover me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet? Lord, please protect me. Please provide a fence of protection around me. Anoint me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet with your blood, God, who has all power, all power. When you can say, I don't know how to do this. I cannot do this on my own. You give way to God to come in because he has all power. He has all power. And I'm going to say something that's going to really surprise you. It is at those times that God will show you truly what you're made of. Where you honestly feel that you honestly only have a mustard seed of faith. And there is nothing else that you can do. There's nothing else that you can take. It's at that very moment that God will pour into you. It's at that very moment that God will use you. It's at that very moment that God will will work a work within you. Okay? It's at that very moment where every no becomes a yes. Where every door closed is now open. Where every window that was shut is now open to you. Everything in the heavenly realm that had been closed to you is now open to you. And the blessings are in overflow. And you know what happens? I'm next to you. You begin to learn how to deal with the spiritual realm. You begin to learn how to deal with strife you you begin to learn how to deal with stress and you you begin to learn how to deal with anxiety and you begin to learn how to deal with depression and oh when depression tries here comes suicide it's like no sir when you when you first feel strife you recognize it who's who's in here giving me strife okay who's giving me strife and why is this occurring did I bring this on myself or did this person just come up with this? And you know what my, my biggest weapon? Now you know how to how to go about it. You know, how, you know who to go to. You say, you know what, God? What I do in my strength, okay, is to go in every day and remind myself that the battle is not mine. Now, it's something that you're going to have to do because Lord knows he ain't going to come down and fight every battle for you. But what you will have to do is show up for yourself. What you will have to do is be present to fight the battle. Okay? And you can't fight the battle crying and and running and and hiding. You're going to have to be present to fight this battle. Okay, you're going to have to like in the book of Ephesians, and this is probably why he said this, you're going to have to put on your full armor. And he knows exactly what we need. Okay, so this is when he says, you know, put on your whole armor. This is not a fight that you're going to win alone. You need to put on your full armor of God. Because in the days that we're living in now, it's not enough for you to say, well, I'm going to just pray about it and leave it at that. 
You're going to have to put on your full armor and you're going to have to remind yourself repeatedly what the full armor is. So before I leave and go get my little sushi child, because I got to go get ready for my little um, chit chat with my girlfriend, we're going to talk about that full armor. Um, I am going to read it to you in the New Revised Standard Version. And so, in Ephesians 6, starting at chapter 10, start. I'm sorry, chapter 6, verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. In some interpretations, it says evil one. For our struggle, for our struggle, um, and in some interpretations, it says your struggle. But for our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, okay? So it's not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, okay? Against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day. And having done everything to stand firm, stand therefore and fasten the belt of what? Truth around your waist and put on the breastplate of righteousness as shoes for your feet Put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And more importantly down here, pray in the spirit at all times in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known with boldness the mystery of of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains pray that I may declare it boldly as I must speak we are definitely in our last days okay it is so important for you to put on that whole armor when the wild when these like stresses and strife and you know, all the storms of life come in to hit you left and right. Girl, I remember I was in my clinical rotation, child. It was like one thing after the other. And there was a time when I would have broke down, had an anxiety attack, straight up, wouldn't have been good for nothing. Would have just quit school, said, forget it, I'm done, okay? I remember going in the bathroom and I started laughing. I said, I'm so goddamn tired of the devil. Just fighting me. Fight me day and night. Here come this and here come this and here come that. And it was the realization that this is what's happening right now. 
And I think what a lot of us forget is that when you don't have that grounding, you don't have that awareness of what's happening and what's going on. You know, like people always talk about the third eye with Illuminati, but I'm going to be 100 with you. That third eye, oh, you, you, you really want to be in a place where you can see. You, you definitely want to be in a place where you are aware. Okay? Where you have a sense of what's going on around you. Okay? Because there are plenty of people who are walking around with their eyes wide shut. Okay? Their eyes are open wide shut. They cannot see anything that's going around them. They don't have a clue what's going on in their lives. And you don't want that to be you. I have been in that place. You don't want that to be you. What you want to know is when the evil one is trying to attack you. And so you need to see it. You need to know that like, hey, you know what? This is a bit too uncanny. This is a bit too much. This is not what I want for my life. This is not what I want in this season. And you have to be able to to move that thing out, child. Pray it away. You know what I'm saying? Move it away. Have the strength to stand that this is not for me. This is not what God wants for me. And, and, and what you need to also understand is that if God is a God of peace and God is a God of joy and God is a God of, of, of clarity, you know, especially in relationships and dating, I have to question myself, is this person going to bring me joy? Are they bringing me clarity? Are they bringing me peace? And way more importantly, are they helping me strengthen my relationship with God? Are they challenging me to be better in him? And if none of those things add up, then I already know what the answer is. And if it's a no, it's a no. It's better to be alone than sit at the table of your enemies. It's it's better to be alone than sleep with someone who got all these you know, evil forces in and out of their life. And so I say all that to say, once again, it is better to have some grounding than have nothing at all. I understand a lot of us really believe that we know everything and we have all power within ourselves. But I caution you to that. I really do. Please develop a relationship with God. Please, a relationship with God is better than any other relationship that you will ever develop. Because just having that relationship with him makes everything else better. Your friendship's better. Your romantic relationship's better. Your job relationship's better. Your relationship with money better. You know what I'm saying? Your relationship's overall just better. Okay? And so, I would say with all caution here, please, it sounds crazy, But have some sense of grounding. Don't just be out here with your head in the sand believing that you have all power and that you can, you know, handle every single thing that comes at you. It is impossible. And I will stand 10 toes and tell you it is impossible. People will sit and believe, no, I have, I have. I'm telling you what I know. You can take a whole lot When you got a relationship with God, but when you ain't got it (laughs) and you out here thinking it's all on you, like I said, 
They're battling against flesh and blood. So be ready. Because they're going to be at the party just like, you know, there was at Charles' house, child. All of them going to be over there. They're going to have all your vices. You know, you like to shop. You like to eat. You like to drink. You like to snort cocaine. You like to do this. You like this. They're going to have all the vices lined up. And they're going to be shooting them at you left and right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and all those thoughts of what you've done, all the times that you messed up, they're going to come at you. And before you know it, here come depression. Okay, here come depression. And you know, with all the things that you have going good for you, all of a sudden, your friends wake up and it's, it's an RIP post out from families and close friends saying, wow, I can't believe he took his life. I can't believe she took her life. You know what I'm saying? You don't let all of them get to the party. All of them stirred up the pot. And they sitting there waiting on you. Because they already know you think you got this. Child, you can't do it without God. You can't. You got to have that grounding. That's the real anchor. So that's all I have to say tonight. Let me go get my um, sushi. And get myself together for my little chit chat. And I pray that you all continue to have a good you know, night. And... Uh, Have a good weekend, and as always, it's God's intention to see all of us shine bright.